Hi you guys, welcome to episode 12 of Vibing in Valentino. So, in the midst of this quarantine, this stay-at-home enforcement, I don't know. I don't know what we're all calling it, but I hope you guys are doing well. I hope you guys are finding things to do while you're at the house. Um, my weekly weakness this week is more of like a tip for you guys to stay sane during this whole situation the chaos going on it's just for me if i have nothing to do every single day which is kind of the case for a lot of us right now i start to turn to like not the healthiest individual like mentally or you know my habits um like bad habits start you know reforming and um it kind of chips away at like my sanity just a little bit if i have nothing to do and days start blending into each other and eventually that turns into weeks blending into each other um it's just not a good feeling so what i do every single morning i wake up and i list out three things you guys don't have to do three you guys can even do just one thing that i will do that day to show up for myself so for me i make sure that what i list out are things that i wouldn't normally do so like working out for me it would not be one of them because i do that regularly anyway for you guys that could definitely be the case like get in you know like a 20 minute at home workout um, and that could be the one thing you do for yourself that day like the one thing you're set on doing like an intention and it was a goal for yourself that day um for me it's you know fi finishing 100 pages of a book that i'm reading um i just finished bad blood it was an in-depth non-fiction kind of a true crime book pretty much about Theranos and elizabeth holmes the silicon valley startup years ago that um turned out to be a big fraud case and their pending trial this year um the summer of this year so um that has been my goal and then my other ones are you know facetiming my friends i suggest to you guys to not let the time kind of pass you by still set little goals for yourself still think about how you can show up each day to be the best version of yourself and make sure you commit to doing that for yourself and that is the one important thing that i think we can all get out of this lockdown situation is how are we going to show up for ourselves and for each other during the time of need so before we get into a conversation this week as always i want to remind you guys that you guys can purchase my eight-week workout program vibing strong it can be um easily used as an at-home workout plan because you need very minimal equipment you guys need like a sturdy chair water bottles or wine bottles if you want as weights <laughs> just don't you know be careful just if it's glass like wine bottles don't don't drop them um and you guys need resistance bands if you guys have them laying around those are always a great little addition to any like gym at home gym kit so if you guys want to purchase that if you guys want to book a one-on-one -on -one training session with me or a nutrition consultation or a fitness consultation 
or if you guys just want to drop a line and say hi you guys can do all of that at my website vibingandvalentino.com okay let's get right into our conversation this week so our topic today is on fasted cardio and if you guys didn't listen to my solo episode um, a few weeks ago on intermittent fasting I suggest that you guys go check that out because I go into a lot of scientific details about our bodies in a fed versus fasted state so when you're you know operating with food and without food. (laughs) Um, I actually really highly recommend you guys listen to that episode before this one just to kind of get the background on how our body functions in the two states Um, and it might make it a little easier for you guys to understand um, fasted cardio or this episode. But a quick refresher if you guys don't want to go back and listen to that. Um, A fasted state is one in which your body runs on an empty stomach when it is not digesting food um, and our insulin levels are at a baseline so whenever you know whenever we eat our insulin levels rise to as a response of increased sugar in our blood from the food so when you're not your insulin levels are at an all-time low not an all-time low um (laughs) but you're at a baseline so you're at a regular this is how it usually is Um, and this usually occurs approximately six hours after you finish your last meal Um, it can be from four to six maybe a little bit after six depending on how big of a meal and the components of your meal but um, in the episode with intermittent fasting there's a further distinction between early fasting and fasting states so early fasting would be up to 12 hours from 6 to 12 hours and then fasting states beyond 12 hours you don't really get into that unless you are sleeping is when you are getting that really true fasting state but for fasted cardio we'll say that fasting is 6 hours after you finish your last meal so up until those 6 hours you're in a fed state and what fasted cardio does is that it burns off the stored energy from our meals so that our bodies can more quickly tap into stored fat for energy. So our bodies don't use fat for energy until we have burned through our glycogen stores. So glycogen is the energy we get from our food. So until we burn off our glycogen stores, we don't tap into our fat stores for energy. That is the basic premise of fasted cardio you're tapping into your fat burning mode a little bit more quickly by relying on glycogen depletion that occurs in the fasted state. So what does the science say about fasted cardio? During my research and during grad school, there's been a lot of split results that I've seen um, on whether or not fasted cardio really truly accelerates weight loss and fat loss. A study in 2014 on 20 women showed that both fed and fasted groups lost significant amounts of weight and fat when following a calorie deficit diet and a a three-day-a-week cardio routine. So while both groups both lost a lot of weight before and after the study, the results 
between the two groups weren't different from each other. So to me, what does that say? That means that that kind of just reinforces the idea that if you're looking to lose weight and fat, a calorie deficit is still going to be the most important component of your weight loss, regardless of whether or not you are fasted or fed for your training and cardio sessions. So it just means that calorie is still king when it comes to weight loss and the deficit is still king. In a systematic review in 2016, so a systematic review basically just looks at all the studies, all the relevant studies on the topic and averages out the results of those studies. So a systematic review in 2016 looked at 27 different studies and it showed that in all these studies, there was a tendency for significantly increased fat oxidation or fat burning in fasted subjects than the fat subjects. So, I mean, a review of 27 different studies showed that there's increased fat burn when you're in a fasted state for your training sessions. So it's pretty much split, and you'll see if you go online and research, there's a lot of studies that show non-significant differences between the two groups and studies that show increased fat oxidation in the fasted groups. What's funny is I don't see any study with increased fat oxidation in the fed groups. So it's like you never see it going the other way, you know? Um, So if you guys are interested in fasted cardio, how should you incorporate it into your usual routine? Okay, so doing fasted cardio first thing in the morning tends to be the easiest option, especially once you get into your routine and then you get used to it. So there are two types of gym goers, right? The ones who lift weights and the ones who don't. So if you don't lift weights, then fasted cardio session in the morning, be done with it, you're done with your day, perfect. If you do lift weights and what you're gonna eat and how you're gonna schedule your fasted cardio is going to kind of depend on whether you're lifting heavy or light. If you're trying to have a weightlifting session after your fasted cardio session, and if you're going to lift heavy, Eat before you lift. If you're going to do just light and high reps, you might not necessarily have to eat before you lift, but in both cases, definitely eat right after. Keep your protein intake on the higher end to counteract any muscle breakdown from the cardio. If you're going to go all the way through with the cardio and the weights, limit your entire workout session to no more than 90 minutes. Do fasted cardio for like 40 to 50 minutes. If you're going to lift heavy, take like a 10-15 minute break, eat maybe, eat something small, maybe like toast, um, peanut butter, banana, oatmeal, um, avocado toast is good, or protein shake, protein bar. If you're super crunched for time, go back in, lift your weights for another 40 to 50 minutes. You don't want to go more than 90 minutes in any workout session. I don't think it's necessary, but I also think that at that point you're risking muscle breakdown. Traditional fasted cardio is usually low intensity steady state. So you're doing a hill walk, an incline walk for 45, 40 to 50 minutes, right? Or a stairmaster for 40 to 50 minutes, but you're not you're not like sprinting for 30 seconds and then recovering. You're just at a steady pace the entire time. Another way to do fasted cardio to limit the amount of muscle breakdown is to do HIIT cardio. And this actually limits the amount of muscle breakdown because you're doing it for a lot less time. 
so you can do sprints on a treadmill or a bike or if you guys don't have access to equipment right now because we don't because of the quarantine burpees and jumping rope for 15-20 minutes as opposed to 45 to 60 minutes of low intensity cardio so in those 15 to 20 minutes you want to do spurts of 30 seconds to two minutes of jumping rope burpees sprints and then you want to recover for about a minute and then go back to it so a high intensity spurt and then recovery and then repeat for 15 to 20 minutes by doing HIT, you're relying on the anaerobic system rather than oxygen to keep your body going. This speeds up the depletion of your glycogen stores even more. If you do HIT cardio and weights after, which is rough, I wouldn't really recommend that, um, you should spend a total of around 60 minutes in the gym versus the 90. So no more than 60 minutes. 20 minutes for cardio max, 40 to 45 for lifting max. By doing HIT, you're going to get the same results that low-intensity steady state will give you in those 45 minutes. Once again, make sure you're eating enough after training regardless of whether you're doing HIIT or low-intensity. Once you start to cut too many calories, you risk losing muscle gains as well as fat. Our goal here is to preserve as much muscle as possible while burning as much fat as possible, which is why it gets really technical and it kind of goes beyond just eating less or working out more. You kind of want to hit the sweet spot of how much can I eat that I won't gain fat but I'll preserve my muscle and how much can I train that I can shed fat and not break down the muscle that I'm gaining. Okay, I'm going to summarize all that up for you because that was a lot of information. Two types of fasted cardio, yes? Low intensity and hit. Low intensity kind of the easy stuff which is what I like to do actually I won't I won't lie to you guys I do that I'm gonna get into my own fasted cardio routine in the next few minutes so low intensity steady state you're doing 40 to 50 minutes of a steady pace incline walking stairmaster elliptical whatever cardio machine you know you're not like sprinting on it you're just there you're just walking after that if you guys are going to lift heavy this, I'm talking to the weightlifters now. If you guys are going to lift heavy, get something in your body before you lift so you have enough energy to lift heavier and longer. You don't want at any point your weights to not be progressing because that's when you get your muscle gains. So you want to eat so you can lift heavy and you can lift for a good amount of reps still. If you guys are lifting light, you guys might not have to eat right before you lift. Or after the cardio but stop if you feel nauseous regardless of heavy or light weights eat after your weightlifting routine always if you guys are doing hit cardio you know sprints on a treadmill sprints on a bike burpees and jumping rope for 30 seconds recover for a minute repeat that for 15 to 20 minutes done with cardio so when you're done with the cardio same thing if you guys are about to lift definitely make sure you eat at this point even if you are doing light weights i would still suggest you eat i wouldn't recommend if you do do hit cardio that you lift weights right after this is going to be one of those situations where i would say do hit in the morning and then get on with your day and then come back and lift weights at night because 
there is the afterburn with the hit cardio that will keep your metabolism still going for the rest of the day and i just feel like that is such a drastic depletion of your energy that i would rather you take the full day to restore your fuel in your body before you come back and lift weights in all situations you want to eat after you weight lift in all situations i hope i summarized that well enough for you so how do i do fasted cardio so i love my fasted cardio time in the morning for so many reasons other than fat loss and weight loss it's become a part of my morning routine like i just told you guys i like my low intensity steady state like i don't wake up and i feel like hey i'm gonna like sprint today you know i never get never get that urge ever so go in the gym with my coffee and for 40 to 50 minutes i am either on the treadmill i'm walking at an incline of like 7 to 15 which is the highest incline my treadmill goes because it engages your glutes a little bit more and that's what i'm always looking to do is engage my glutes <laughs> and i'm drinking my coffee i'm watching an episode of a show right now I'm watching ozark and it helps you like ease into the day i also facetime my friends all the time when i'm in the gym doing my facet cardio because like with the time difference it's like the perfect time and then when that's done depending on what i'm training that day and how heavy i plan on lifting i'll either grab something to eat before I do weights or I'll just go right through. Any day I do legs, I eat. And then if I'm doing upper body core, I kind of just go right through and then eat right after lifting. It doesn't matter if I already ate something or not. Like if I did a leg day and I already ate something before I lift, I will always eat after I lift, no matter what. So I do this four days a week. It's like a fasted cardio and then a lift. And so, those four days a week, I spend around 90 minutes in the gym total. And then one day a week, I do hit style fasted cardio by doing treadmill sprints for 10 minutes and then 15 minutes of body weight plyometrics, explosive work. So this is where I do box jumps. I do sled work. I do a lot of jumping, actually. <laughs> this is where all the burpees come in. So I'll spend that day, I'll spend an hour max in the gym. So four days a week, 90 minutes, and then one day a week, an hour maximum. Usually not even that. Usually I'll spend like literally like 50 minutes in the gym that day. And so I do the hit and plyo stuff completely fasted just because I can't imagine jumping after eating. I've seen myself become leaner ever since I started fasted cardio. So I used to be an avid non-cardio girl because I wanted to keep growing my muscles and my butt. And then it got to the point where I wasn't really happy with how I was looking. I was like, kind of just puffy, you know? Like it looked, like my butt looked great. Like it was like, it was great. But it was like, I was also getting more fat than I would like everywhere else in my body. So I was just not a fan. And then I started adding in cardio to help shed that fat off. And I've found it to be such a good tool to lean out and now i just kind of do it because i like to ease into my day with it there is a lot of evidence online that does support fasted cardio but like i said there are also studies that show there's no difference in weight loss between fasted or fed cardio so my suggestion for you is to try it out for a week or two and see if it works for your body and also see if it adds anything positive to your day if you do start your day off with an hour for yourself to just move 
like anything positive, any positive addition, regardless of whether or not it's doing anything to your body or not. And I promise you, I feel like if it doesn't make an impact on your body, it'll likely make an impact on your mood and on your mindset for the day. And I think that is enough for people to incorporate that into their routine, you know? In the midst of this lockdown though, I will add this. It's a stay-at-home clause, but that doesn't mean you can't move around during the day. I've seen people outside. I've seen people go to the park, an empty park. I think that that is a great way to get out and be active. Wear a mask, wear anything that is necessary to protect yourself, and keep distance from everybody around you. And you know, take your dog for a walk, that counts. Walking your dog first thing in the morning for an hour could actually really count as your low intensity, steady state, fasted cardio for the day. So um, I hope that this episode answers questions about what fasted cardio is, the scientific research and the results behind fasted cardio, and also how you would incorporate it into your day. I want to thank you guys so much for coming to hang out with me this Friday and I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. Be safe, stay sane, and until we all get out of this mess together, I will be here for you guys every single Friday and I will see you guys next week. <laughs>